Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you once again. It's Tuesday night. It's all right. It's nine fifteen, but that's all right. Where else would you rather be right now than with us talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers? With me, as always, it wouldn't be the Scobro Show if it wasn't for Big Bro Sco, my big brother Rick. How's it going? Oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to do this one. <laughs> I'm going to breathe in because, A, I will say I'm breathing in because of the victory that I consider that the Steelers had with um, doing what I felt was some very good hunting in the draft. But also, I spent part of that time breathing in the wonderful smell of the rivers in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit. Well, first yeah. of all, sorry we got started a little bit late tonight. There was some argument going on in the live chat uh, who it was. It was me. Um, it, this time, it, um, I'm wearing nope. my hashtag pay it Kyle was, shirt. Kyle's fault. Uh, Kyle, Kyle had a baseball doubleheader. Well, well, it's close enough. It was not totally Kyle's fault. Um, <laughs> I was still on time until our parents got in the way. I, oh, that's, that's how it happens. It, hey, it's a family show, but hey, we're here. We're going to get going. We have a title for the show, but I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to get to it eventually. We just got so much Steeler stuff to talk about. We have to. And for those of you that thought, oh, they want to watch the Pens game, I have not changed my podcasting setup from the draft. So I actually had the Penguins game 
in front of my face right above the screen. So uh, hopefully I don't shout too loud one way or the other uh, when something happens. For those of you that are wondering what's going on right now, as, it's as in the long, third period. As long as what <laughs> you time. shout is, is a Mike Langism from when a goal scored, I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping it, it would be. Okay. Uh, that's the thing with NHL playoffs. This game it, I mean, it's in the third period. You're like, oh, well, I don't know that it'll be over by the time time the show's done. <laughs> this game could go to 1 a.m. if it's the, if it stays tied. But as yep. many goals as was scored. Um, but we're not here to talk Penguins. We're here to talk Steelers. So let's get on the Steelers. Big weekend, biggest weekend of the year. Um, I like I try to say it's the Saturday of the draft Maybe is not of the year, but it's the biggest. It's the biggest weekend of the off season. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I mean, even when there's a game. It doesn't stretch out over three days. Even True. when there's a game, it doesn't stretch out that long. The NA, or the NHL, I'm sorry, the Penguins, the NFL draft is an experience. So now, unless you're one of those teams that doesn't have a first-round pick like the Steelers had a couple years ago, you know, you've got the excitement of the, of the main one on Thursday. Then you've got your supporting cast um, – to that one that you expect to be able to make a difference right away the next day. And then you get it all filled out with the, with so much on Saturday. I had a great weekend. Um, very, very busy. I'm still trying to recover. But first thing we're going to do before we get into, we're going to talk about the Steelers quarterback situation and kind of some do's and don'ts about it. And some reminders, it's based on an article that I had run today at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's talking about, remember, we, we should all be team Steelers, okay? We're, we're really about the Steelers. And that even includes stuff with the draft. Now, I'm going to say this now before we even get into our little bit of draft take um, and everything. It's a discla- the same disclaimer that I had in this article. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that you can't have a favorite player. I mean, you obviously can have favorite players that you cheer for uh, uh, even more. Dick most of, yeah, <laughs> the, that's Jeff's favorite player of all time. Um, but you can have your favorite players, but you never want to to make it more about your favorite than it is about the team. Um, to meaning you're wanting to see someone else fail and things like that. Same with the draft picks. So you didn't like someone that the Steelers took. Guess what? They're in black and gold now. What's more important, that they they succeed and do all they can to make the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2022 the best team they can be, or that you were right and they shouldn't draft them? What's really more important, bro? Um, that they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's most important awesome. is that they're awesome. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll start down that, that quarterback path that, was around what your your article was around today and i don't remember let's see i don't remember who i was talking to but somebody had kind of asked me about it and my thoughts and i said my gosh i said why in the world i said i'm rooting for everybody yeah yeah like why i said well let's suppose you know i just threw a hypothetical out there and i said well let's suppose let's suppose that 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 it's decided that that maybe Kenny Pickett's not quite right and we don't want Kenny Pickett to start week one. So maybe we're thinking, you know, maybe the Steelers end up thinking they go kind of the Eli Banning route with him and, you know, game six or seven, he finally kind of gets into play. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I, I'm not going to sit and hope that, you know, he gets in sooner or anything like that. Honestly, what I wouldn't love if they feel that he's developed enough and they could put him in, but yeah. maybe whoever wins the starting spot, say it's Mitchell Trubisky. I, I'm hoping actually, though, that he's balling out enough at the time that they're like, you know, what, maybe choice. we can't make a change. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we don't want to yeah. make a change. We want to do this. It, it's like yeah. I want to see everybody play well enough to make the Steelers a better team. Yeah, That even comes down to – yeah, you know, some people say, "Well, gee whiz, you know, well, they could end up cutting Rudolph." We'll get yeah, and you know, and we'll so, get and, 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 and it's but, really frustrating. We're we're, we're going to get into this a little bit more, but but, but I'm frustrated. But, yeah, go ahead. Well, wouldn't it be nice because you know we end up taking two quarterbacks that draft, so we've really got four sitting in camp. I'd love to see success coming out of all four, to the point where. You, you know, because you know there's always a team that has a quarterback get injured or something in training camp or a preseason game or something like that. Oh, wouldn't it be nice to to, to be feel good about where the Steelers stand? And, you know, if somebody sees, oh, I'm maybe not going to get as much an opportunity here and they get traded and then we get something back. for You know, it's like I want to see hmm. all the players and the Steelers as an organization doing well. All right. Well, we were going to talk about the draft overall, but we've dive, dove into this topic. So this is what we're going to go yeah. with first then. So we'll, we'll come back and talk about some overall stuff with the draft. There's some things that that, that really tick me off. and I, I kind of was talking about this because I'm like, it, it's disgusting to not – if you take it so far that you want someone to get hurt, I, I don't know that I can talk to you. And that's some of the disgusting talk that we heard back in 2019 when you were really on Team Duck or Team Rudolph or, or, or things of that. I'm like, at the time, I was wanting to see what Mason Rudolph could do because I, I kind of had the feeling that, you know, Duck was a flash of the pan. What he, what he was doing wasn't really sustainable in the NFL, and it worked out that way. But when he was playing – I didn't care if it was number six, number two, number seven. I was going to cheer for him like crazy. Okay, but but then number this whole situation, yeah, you know, this this yeah. whole situation. So I mean, like, I'm not team. You know, there was people that were team Duck versus team Rudolph, and they were really the way they were doing it. They were really squaring off and going at each other. Aren't we all just wanting the Steelers to do well? Yeah. But then again, there was a lot of people in that season that didn't want the Steelers to do well because they because they wanted to do the draft, but then they tra- it didn't matter because they traded away from Mike Fitzpatrick. Right. So, but I mean, there's certain things you, you want to really tick me off. You want to really tick me off? P- type the words Mason gone. Okay. You do that, I've got no respect for you. Okay. Because you've already decided stuff that obviously the Steelers wanted four quarterbacks. Correct. They wanted four quarterbacks going into the season. So people were already getting rid of one of them. And the same people that complained oh. that the Steelers drafted two of them. I mean, that doesn't help the problem. Okay. Do I think out of all the quarterbacks, do I think the one that would most likely not be on the roster of, of, the uh, if you're not including the 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 seventh round draft pick, which we'll talk about him a little bit too. If you're if you're talking about the other three, I would say yeah, probably if one of them isn't going to make the roster, the most likely one would be Rudolph. But to completely dismiss him now, just just don't, no. just don't. And no. it's like, and I mean, yeah. So all right, sorry, I, I read it a little bit. Look, honestly, who's not to say that he couldn't come in and win the starting job? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll be honest with you. And if he does, that tells me that 
man, he's balling out. Um, Jim Wexel's still standing by it. He thinks Rudolph's the week one starter. You know, I'm not saying I agree with him, but I'm not dismissing it either. No, I'm not. I, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not either. So, no. um, so, but, but to see fans turn so much on a player like that, it, it, it really, it, it kind of bothers me. It, it really does because what, what's going to be the best for the Pittsburgh Steelers is having those players that they take into training camp be the best that they can be. Be the best that they could be. If right. Mason Rudolph is better, and then Mitch Trubisky, that could make Mitch Trubisky better, which could make Kenny Pickett better, which could make Mason Rudolph better, which makes – I keep messing up his last – Ola Dokun. Ola Dokun, right? It's Chris, right? Chris Ola Dokun. Making – I got to – if I try to say his name fast, I screw it up. So I'd slow down, right? You Did I get the first up. name you, wrong? You, you just screw it up anyway. So okay, that's I true. Just, um, you know – and and make and makes him better and everything else. If you really want what's best for the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's going to be for all those players to play better and push each other. Because one of the things I brought up in the article was if you're play if you're rooting for oh I really like just pick one of them oh I really like Mitch Trubisky I want to see Kenny Pickett just not be able to have it done and Mason Rudolph to just fall flat on his face. That's what I want to see so that way Mitch gets the job. But what happens when Mitch struggles? Then they're then we're then the Steelers are really in trouble. Yeah, you know, right. if you want anything, you want the best. You want it to be that all three players are playing so good that it's tough to make the decision. So um, that's that's what I say. So to to root to actively root against a player before they even take the field that is wearing your team's colors, I don't get how that builds. The team, because isn't aren't we Steelers fans first? Whether we like one player over another, does really our like over one player drive everything else? Um, yeah, and I mean, so many people. As soon as the draft happens, they want to they want to get rid of Trubisky, not Trubisky. Sorry, that's the wrong. One. They want to get rid of Rudolph. They want to get rid of Derek Watt. Oh well, they could save this this money, that money, the other money. Right now, the Steelers are fine when it comes to sal- salary cap. They really are. Yeah. Um. So, so. You just want to dismiss those things, and I don't think that's what the way the Steelers are looking at it. So I, I want to bring up a comment here because this actually, believe it or not, I haven't, I haven't looked because I was afraid I'd get mad. Take, no, no, there's nothing to get mad. This, <laughs> okay, <something>, good. <laughs> no, this is actually a fantastic comment. Yeah, uh, and I'm going to give Brian Brown some credit on this this comment because he goes a step further. He said, "Look, no one should ever wish horrible things on other people." Period. Yeah, so he said, "I hate the Bengals, the Browns, the Ravens." But I don't want anything bad to happen to the players on those teams. Yeah. You know, just like I'm hoping, you know, I, I'm I'm really hoping that there weren't any Bengals, Browns, or Ravens fans out there that were like, ha ha, the Steelers when everything happened with Dwayne Haskins. Oh yeah. They they came they came in support. And that's right. the thing, because it's it's like I mean, it's funny. I don't you know what you know what I want bad to happen to, to those teams? I want them to cry and be sad because they lose games. Yeah, I don't want them to get hurt. I don't want right. them to not be able to have a career. I don't want them to have things that affect their livelihood and their families because we're still just talking about football. You're exactly right. right. You're but exactly right. I do love to see crying Bengals lady mm-hmm. at the end of games yeah. when we beat the Bengals. So yeah, but know. I want her to be crying because their team lost, not because of yes. other of other reasons. So exactly. so that's the only bad things that I want to have happen to them is I want to see them lose games. 
Right. You know, and everybody mm. on the Steelers, I want to see good things happen for, you know, how many times do we have, we, and I see, and when I say we, I mean, Steeler nation, everybody, you know, and everybody mm. here at BTSC that's out here, even on our live chat right now, how, how many times do we have a player that plays well for, for, for us? And well, I'll pick someone like Juju Smith Schuster, right? Juju put in his time and he played with us, but we knew Juju wasn't going to be back. And everybody says, you know what, you know, we wish Juju well and want to see him ball out every time he plays, except when they play the Steelers. Yeah. Right. You know, that's, that's how we, we treat some players that have played great for us through the years. I think we should be thinking that way towards any Steeler that's ever put on the black and gold. Yeah. Is that we just want good things for them. Hope it's with us. If it's not with us, we hope good things for them. Except we don't want them to ball out when they play us. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, yeah. And I mean, sometimes I'll be honest with you. I mean, part of me, do you really root for Antonio Brown to ball out whenever he's not playing Steelers? Uh, That's a little bit harder to do. No, I don't. No, I don't, I don't want other bad that. things to happen. I want to see him get his, you know, make sure his life is together in the right way and things like that. Right, but I've not liked yeah. seeing some of what's going on with him and just feel bad for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't say he was well, my kid's favorite player. He's always going to have a. Right. You know, I, it's I it's almost like we love him so much that it hurts that he's not there to love anymore. And, and it, you know, I, I don't. I never once with everything with Antonio Brown said, you know, ha ha, look, the guy got what he deserved. Mm. No, it's a, wow. I'm really sad. It went down this road for him. Exactly. So it's, it's just, it's one of those things. So my, the point of my article was, it's. I know we're going to have different people that we're pulling for it um, that you would like to see. And, And I told people, and this is, you know, two two disclaimers that I made. The first disclaimer I already brought up was it's okay to have a favorite player, okay? And the disclaimer I made at the end of the article was, was also this. It's okay to criticize a player when they don't play well. I'm not saying that you can't say, oh, you know, if they're not getting it done, um, oh, man, they were, they've been had, they've had six drives in the, in the, in the preseason and, and four of them were three and outs and one was a turn. You know what I'm saying? If they're not yep. playing well, it's not that they're beyond criticism. That's not true either. Correct. But at the same time, I'm not going to take some, even if you criticize when they're playing bad, that doesn't mean that you hope they still play bad the next game. Does that make sense? I don't want any of the Steelers to play bad in the next game. I don't want that. There are people that would like to see if the person that they want to be quarterback isn't the quarterback, that they want to see the other ones playing poorly so their person plays. Yeah. I don't I don't ever want to see anybody yes. wearing black and gold play poorly. Yeah. But I'm with you. That does not mean that that if they play poorly, they are beyond criticism because exactly. poor play yeah. deserves to be called out as poor play. Yeah. But it also doesn't mean that I totally give up on a person either because they had mm-hmm. a game that was poor. Yes. I mean, there are I mean, there are players that have bad games. Ben Roethlisberger had some bad games. Yeah. I mean, I I was there 
in 2017 during the regular season when they played the Jaguars. That was not yeah, a good game. Well, the playoffs wasn't – to me, the worst game was the first one. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, the, the playoffs, yeah. It, that wasn't good either, but, oh, my goodness, that was almost a beautiful goal. But that was an, also a good stop. Sorry. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help myself. <sighs> the, 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 I mean, even – even the greatest players in Steelers history that you could be in love with had terrible games. My goodness, someone in the in the comments of the article today put, you know, Terry Bradshaw's stats from his rookie year out there. Oh, and they were, they were, they were, they were, there was like three quarterbacks. That's funny. Just Steelers, as you said that, Sherry put were divided, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sherry Richards. Bradshaw had a bad first four years. Yes. He, yes, he did. He had he had some serious growing pains yeah. coming into the league. And uh-huh. then he was a monster, you know? Yeah. I mean, that Troy Palomalu um, took a while to get started. And there was times in there where he did not have great get for all those plays that he had where, you know, he timed it perfectly and jumped over the line or made that amazing play or that or just closed. I still remember one of my most favorite plays of his. People don't think of it because it wasn't one of those big turnovers. Um, when Chris Johnson, you know, was supposed to be so fast and such a good running back for the Titans, and they threw and they threw the ball on a little flare out to him behind the line of scrimmage. Yep. Troy closed on him so fast and just boom. Just I mean, plays out. like that. But yes. you know what? I also saw times where where it didn't go right for Troy Palomalo, where he wasn't at his best. And that's going to happen, and we understand that. And you don't give up on someone when that happens. But you always want them to come back and bounce back and be the best that they can be. Right. And, and that's the thing. When you see those guys that have a bad game, what you know, what I what the greats do is they study they see they find out what they did wrong they work to correct it they move on and go back to being great that's what the greats do yeah so in the end you don't remember when they have bad games why because after they have a bad game they tend to turn it around and come back um and that's what i hope for every every pittsburgh sealer when they have a bad game I don't want to see them continue to have big, bad games. Does it happen that sometimes they do? Yes. Have we seen guys basically play their way off the roster? Yes. But that's not what I want them to do. Yeah. Sorry if I'm a little despondent. I was, saw you are watching hockey. No, there, 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 there was a goal scored, but you didn't hear me with a with – a, um, what's that called? Um, Mike Langism. Yes. They, I mean, they took – the guy came in the score and took the Smith and drove him completely out of the play and then tossed it back in for an open net goal. So I don't know what they're talking about now, but it's, 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 I mean, I don't know how you can come in trying to score and just drive the goalie sideways out of the crease right, and then flip now. it back. But yeah, I already, I already had an I river on reference earlier because they, uh, of, of when they, they, they called a, a major penalty, they reviewed it. And it was the right call. And then they reviewed it and went back and overturned it. So did I get the first super no, chat that we had? Did I miss there it? There it is. There's the Thank first you. One. Sorry, you it's Matty P. It. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's Matty Dingo P. Dollars. Dingo dollars. He's got a five he's got a five ninety nine 
Five nine. Sorry, seven ninety nine. I'm looking ahead. Um, says I vote we don't talk about Malik Willis on any BTSC content again unless we are playing against him. All those in favor, say aye. Trust the Steelers. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matty P was uh, yeah. He was a voice of reason for a lot of stuff of that. Um, was, poor poor Andrew. Like, look, 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 when when it walked when it went in and the Steelers had their choice. I was actually very happy that they had their uh-huh. choice. I said, because now we'll know where the Steelers' preference was. Uh-huh. I think they would have been okay with either one. Yes. But now I know how they had the, had them ranked out on their board. Yes, and this that that's going to bring up a good point. I For a long time, I said I was not in favor. I did not want the Steelers to... I don't want, it's not that I didn't want them to take a quarterback. I didn't want them to have to take a quarterback. Right. And for those who said, oh, well, they've invested too much time and everything in there, no goal. No oh, they goal. It off. Challenge accepted. <laughs> no goal. Sorry. Um, I, all I saw was this by the official. So um, this is exciting stuff. Back to what I was so, saying. The Steelers are exciting stuff. Yeah, the Steelers are much more Come on, stick with the topic. I know. When I said that I was, I didn't want the Steelers to have to take a quarterback. I didn't want the Steelers to take further down the line based on how the how the draft went. And that's why I I can't remember if I said this actually live on a podcast or if I said it when we were having our um, our, our Zoom meeting during the draft um, that that we had. Um, for for the BTSC staff that could come in and out during that. Rich was there for, for a good part of that. Mm-hmm. And that was, I either wanted four or five quarterbacks to go early or none to go before the Steelers. I wanted one way or the other. I wanted them all, a bunch of them to go. So, and no, I said it on this podcast last week, I'm pretty sure, yep. that I wanted a bunch to go so someone great would fall to the Steelers. Or I wanted none of them to go and the Steelers to have their choice. Right. It was the second. It was just like last year where I'm like, I don't, I didn't want the I didn't want to force Najee Harris to the Steelers, but the way, you know, if the draft would have fallen a little bit different last year and there was a better player than Najee Harris there at a different position, I wanted the Steelers to feel like they could take them, that it wasn't Najee or bust. That didn't happen. Najee Harris was their best choice. And boy, am I glad it worked out. And that's the same thing here. The way the draft fell, there was not somebody obvious sticking around there for the Steelers. There might be some people that, want to talk about Tyler Linderbaum, but the Steelers never showed any interest there. But there was no one else. It was an obvious choice, and none, And they had their choice of the quarterbacks. Yep. That, they had their choice the of thing. They had their choice. Yeah. And, I, and I've said it before. I don't care about where a player is within their position group. I don't care if it was the first best quarterback, first quarterback, second quarterback, third quarterback. I, did, I, I didn't take comfort last year that Najee was the top running back. Because if Saquon Barkley would have been in that draft and taken second overall and Najee was still the best player at 24, it didn't matter that he was the second best versus the first best. He was the best player at 24. Same with this year. I wanted them to take the best player that was there. But the fact that no quarterback was taken showed us who they wanted first. Correct. That's what I like about that. It was who they wanted first. I, want, I don't want to lose this one. I got $5 from Tom Muir into the tip jar. Thank you, Tom. And, yes, I saw what you said in there, and we answered your question about who it was that had us started late. He said, I think Mitch will win the battle in camp, and Kenny will only take over if Mitch struggles. But he's just giving us his opinion. My, my thing is 
you might think I'm crazy. I think out of the out of the we'll even say four players, um, the four quarterbacks, the only way either one of the rookies, because I am not ruling out anything with the Steelers. I'm really not. I mean, for all we know, that the Steelers got the the greatest steal in, in NFL draft history by getting Ola Dokun in the final round. You know, we don't know that yet because we haven't seen him play for the Steelers. I mean, I'm not betting on it, but I'm not, I'm not dismissing it. I want to see all the Steelers draft picks just, you know, be Hall of Famers. But for the for the rookies, I feel, especially at the quarterback position, that the only way they start right start off in week one is if it shows that it is so obvious that there's the choice. To me, if it's close, I think they wait, just based on how – how you put, you know, throwing them to the wolves. That's just yeah. the feeling that I have. I could be wrong, but that's why I would say. Ben Roethlisberger was set up yeah. to be weight. It only happened when it was forced into it. Yeah, and I mean, he was the third guy that got moved quickly into the second guy when Charlie Batch got hurt. And then next thing you know, he's on the field in week two. Remember, if Charlie Batch does not get hurt, Ben Roethlisberger's in street clothes. I'm telling you. There's a very good chance to start the season that Kenny Pickett could be in street clothes. People, I said that before, and I had it in my article with the depth chart, and I was like, how could you say such a thing? I'm like, think about it. If he's not the starter and you have the other guys on the roster, do you really want a rookie's first snap to be in, like a Ben Roethlisberger was? They're lucky that turned out well for Ben that his first snaps was he had to come in mid-game and just go. If you really have to trust someone to come in mid-game and win the game for you, it's probably gonna, you're probably better off with a guy that's done it a few times. But if that's the case, even with Kenny Pickett, I don't think he stays there for very long. But don't be shocked if it happens. Okay? Yep. Uh, should I get Kathy's here? Yeah, go ahead. Kathy, five bucks into the tip jar. Thank you very much. Says it's been rumored the Steelers tried to move up. Any thought they were going for someone other than Pickett, if true? No, I'm fairly certain they were. It was one of those things that if Kenny Pickett was going to get within a certain distance, they were going to see if they could get him. Yeah. Boy, I'm glad that didn't work out. How I'm about you, did, I'm glad it didn't work out, but I know who yeah. they were afraid of. They are afraid of the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I will say this, I really have a feeling that had Sean Payton still been a part of the Saints, the Steelers had every reason to be concerned there. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Okay. Um, we don't know exactly how the rest of the quarterback think. Like someone right after Kathy said they heard that Ritter, they had Ritter over Willis. Not sure if they did or not. Um, that could be true. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's false. I'm saying I don't know yet. But but the bottom line is that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I'm going to remind people of something because I just think it's a, it's a funny number. Because when I told this to Andrew Wilbar, he's like, oh, don't say that. Malik Willis was taken in the third round. I know, Patty P says we can't talk about him anymore. But I will say, I'm just going to say this because we're going to finish up talking about the draft. Malik Willis was taken in the third round of the 2022 NFL draft. He was taken 10 spots later than what Mason Rudolph was drafted in 2018. Yep. I knew that. Yeah. Just put that out there. So I think 
people will understand what we're saying is, remember, all four of these quarterbacks are members of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And as long as they're wearing that black and gold, I am going to want to see them go out there and do their best. I honestly feel, and if you're in the live chat, and this tricks and this kind of digs in a little bit. I'm sorry, but then you're one of the people I'm talking to. I honestly feel that there are people out there that they are wanting to see Mason Rudolph fail just so they could be right about him because they've been they've been tearing him down for so long. And this isn't just about Mason Rudolph. This is just as much about Mitch Trubisky, and this is just as much about Kenny Pickett. I'm sure there's plenty of people that didn't want the Steelers to draft Pickett, and they would like to see him not do well so they could have been right. And they want to see Mason Rudolph fail because I told you he was never any good. Or they want to see Trubisky um, fail because they never should have signed him. There are people out there like that. Remember, they are members of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's okay to like someone more than someone else, but there's but to actively root for someone to fail on your team, ouch, ouch. Think it through. Remember, we're Steelers fans first. Steelers fans first, players fans later. You ready for this one, Rich? $10. from Garrett Slingerland. Yeah. I, someone's told me that the that the super chat feature hadn't been working for a while. I don't know if people have been trying them in the past or not, and they didn't work. But we had a couple weeks, but I had heard similarly that there yeah. had been an issue. There had been an issue. So um, here we go. Garrett Slingerland says, um, had it been Willis, everyone wanted him to sit a year and develop. Wouldn't it make sense to sit Kenny and let him develop too? I don't understand the rush to get him out there. I agree, but I'm going to tell you the the rationale behind the rush is that he's going to be 24 by the time training camp comes around. Do you, do you think that's a little bit of it, Rich? That's a little bit of it. He, he's going to be 24. Honestly, as a, as a player, partly because of, you know, he was playing at Pitt and he won an ACC championship. Pickett's a little more polished versus mm-hmm. Willis, who, was, who I think is still kind of raw. Yeah. And and there's that piece to it as well. Um, again, it's one of those where I don't care which one it would have been. If they come into camp and earn it, they earn it. Yeah. And I mean, th- think Plain about simple. it. Was anyone beating Ben Roethlisberger out? You know, for the last eighteen years, realistically, I mean, they didn't really push him the last couple of years. I mean. Rudolph was on the team, but there was never really anything realistic that, you know, why else would a player be taking time off um, to make sure they're rested for games if they're not really going to play the games? Um, So, but now it's a whole different story. It's a whole different story. I actually saw a comment I wanted to bring up. I got to find it. Here we go. It's from Facebook. It's Sherry Richards. And who says it's best for us fans if the Steelers are right. Well, yeah, that's exactly you you summed up everything. You summed it up there, Sherry. Yep. That's because it. if the Steelers it, were wrong, people can say, well, the Steelers, look, I said and the Steelers are wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then we're miserable as fans. Yeah. I want to be miserable. Yeah. I want to be able to yeah. breathe, breathe in the, the smell of victory. victory. Yep. That's right. It's, yep. Plain and simple. That's what I like yeah. to do every week. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So my my thing is, I just want to see everyone on the Steelers succeed. Let's. We, we've talked enough about this topic. Let's actually. I, I wanted. I was going to start with this and then yep. lead into that. But I'm kind of glad we did it this way. You and I haven't done a show since the draft. I mean, I did ten shows during the draft, um, but 
which before I get into that, which reminds me, you're like 10 shows. Yeah, I did, I did three, I did the three YouTube wrap ups, but I also had the breaking news podcast on the audio side. If you are listening right now on the audio side, you are well aware of everything that we have um, coming out there. If you're watching this now live on YouTube and Facebook and have not ever checked out the audio only shows, you are really missing out. Of course, you've got Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride Monday, Wednesday, Friday, my Stat Geek Thursday, Jeffrey's Cutting Room Floor Tuesday morning. Then you get the whole noon lineup. You've got the the bad language on Monday. You've got um, the 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 it's still the draft fix for now because they're breaking down the draft of Jeremy and Andrew. You've got Maddie P. He's in the who's in the live chat. You've got his War Room on Wednesdays, and you you've got what Ian's talking about Thursdays. The Here We Go Steelers Show with Bad and Kevin. Smith, don't miss Kevin. And then you've also got the Ohioans on the weekend. On top of all the YouTube stuff, which I'm, which we have every day except Saturday, we have two Friday and two Sunday instead, rather than list them all by names. But what I want to say, if you're not checking out the audio-only content, you're going to miss something big tomorrow. Tomorrow, right around 5 p.m. on our audio platform, we will be releasing an audio-only podcast and that is of one Andrew Wilbar and Jeremy Betts of an interview that they did today of one of the Steelers draft picks. Yes, they they interviewed team. <laughs> I have to pause every time because I'm going to say it backwards, and I don't want to. Chris Oladokun, quarterback. South Dakota State. All right. They they I interviewed you, him. The, I can hear you now doing your, your yeah. best Pittsburgh dad. You're gonna call him <laughs> Chris Okie Dokie. Okie dokie. I know it's gonna be so late. I don't want to I don't want to be like that. So they they, me, they uh, got it. They got the interview. That was someone they had set up with and was trying to set up something before the draft, and it just didn't work out for scheduling. Then he gets drafted by the Steelers. They they reached out to him again. Boom, it happened. It's coming out. If you don't check out the audio-only stuff, you're going to miss that. You don't want to miss that one. I just have to make sure I get that out there to you all. So that's very special coming tomorrow. But, Rich, Steelers had seven draft picks. Overall, you just want to say your overall impression, maybe go into a couple of them in depth uh, and everything. What What are your thoughts? I kind of alluded to it at the beginning. Overall, I think the Steelers, you know, I, I won't call it an exceptional draft, but mm-hmm. I will call it an extremely solid draft. And yep. they and a, they had a couple picks that I really, really kind of liked. Uh, yeah. I will say, that actually, they had right. several – Several that I really like. Do you want to, you want to tell us about it real quick? Um, actually, I liked Pickens in round two. Um, mm-hmm. The guy is one of those that I agree could have potentially been looked at by teams in round one. Um, yes, he's coming off the ACL injury, but he came back and played. He but came, he came and back played. and played. Right? Now, yeah, he he was not exactly him but the fact that he rehabbed it and came back and played said a lot you know yes have i seen some question marks here and there there's been talk here and there about his work ethic and things like that which i'm like how do you question a guy's work ethic that battled back from that acl in time to play you know but um i I like that pick i like the other receiver that we took out of memphis i like Uh, that one um, calvin austin the third yeah yeah. Did was you hear what? It, did, did, yeah, well, yeah, was it who was it that then kept talking about it on site? Was it Maddie or was it 
Marky. It was one of the. It was one of my blokes. Mm-hmm. Maddie, was it you? They kept saying that that with Calvin Austin saying the best part was that we snagged him right in front of the Ravens. Exactly. I was going to say, the reports are, you know, the Ravens drafted a punter. And the first thing I said when they did that in our, in our, um, on our zoom call with whoever was on there from the staff, is I said, did they just pull a Deontay Johnson? And Jeff talked about me with the Deontay Johnson thing. My question was when you take a player, could you have got that player with your next pick? When the Steelers drafted Deontay Johnson, they had another pick, like 11 picks later, if I can remember. That's when they took Lustin Jane. Um, and I said, oh, Deontay Johnson, did they have to do that one now, or could they have grabbed someone and got him with the next one? And I found out later the answer was no. I'm like, all right, good. That's why the Steelers do this and not me. Yep. That's what I – the exact thing I said with the with the Ravens and when they drafted a punter. I'm like, they have six picks in the fourth round. Did they have to go punter with this one? But they did. Now, granted, another punter was taken not long after yeah. that. So they did. Yeah. But they chose the punter, and they had a pick. Was it the pick after the Steelers or two picks? It was right around just after the Steelers. And the word was that they really wanted Calvin Austin the third. You know, and the, but the Steelers grabbed him. And like I said before, why I, what I like with him is I don't think he would be nearly as exciting if he was the only receiver you drafted. But the fact that they drafted Pickens and then him, and they have two players that are, you know, contrasting styles and everything like that. I just want to see what they can do with him. I'm excited about what, what I want to see what the Steelers are going to draw up and do with a player like that. So I felt that one was excited. I got to bring up something. Steeler chick 46 is we got Connor Hayward, right? The Scobro shows mock draft. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. If you remember, we went to draft Connor Hayward in the sixth round, and he was gone. We wanted to draft Connor yeah. Hayward. So we're like, oh, what are we going to do here? So then that way in the sixth round, that's when we ended up taking um, um, Taquan Thornton out of Baylor. How many did we get right, Rich? Two seg. That would be nothing. <laughs> we didn't get any of them right. So that's okay. And, we, and, and, and okay, I got, I picked Connor Hayward in a lot and almost in about every mock draft that I did, other than the one we did on the show, because he was already gone in that one. So um, I'm excited about that. And, and people, I'm going to remind everyone, I've said it a bunch of times, but I, I got to say it on the show again. When it comes to like the seventh round draft picks, they're basically undrafted free agents you don't want to fight for. That's the difference between a seventh rounder and an undrafted free agent. If you have a player that you feel that you really like, but you know that they want to go to Pittsburgh if they don't get drafted, you might roll the dice and not draft them because you have someone else you like too. Where if there's a if there's someone else, do you think Chris Oladokun, I did it fast, see it? Do you think he would have picked Pittsburgh if he had his choice to go anywhere, knowing that they took the top quarterback in the draft? Yeah, no. I don't think he would have either. I don't. No. I don't. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I gotta love this. We've got seven ninety nine. Uh, yeah, I knew you'd love that one. Yes, saw it. he's got seven seven ninety nine dingo dollars. He says it's Star Wars Day here. So, because remember, Maddie's coming to us from the future. It's already May the fourth uh, in Australia, and it's it says. So, how about this nickname becomes C three PO Calvin the <laughs> third. Because of C3. Calvin III in the Pittsburgh offense offense for the PO. 
Okay. Um, he does like CA3, though. Yeah, C3PO. I like that. Uh, that's a good one. Um, I, in, in honor of Maddie, I should have I should have done the show in the helmet. But uh, you all want to actually we're, – we're, we are concerned about my audio quality anyway. So um, th- thank you, Maddie. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. if you were wearing the helmet mm-hmm. – Maybe when you messed up the names, the muffling of the helmet would actually what, get them right. <laughs> would actually get them right? Okay, yeah, I, I, I need to. You know, they they have those special voice things and um and masks like that, like the Darth Vader voice and the Kylo Ren voice and the and the Boba Fett voice. What what I need is the say the name right voice. That that's what I yes. need. So, um, when I you were on, you were there. Did you listen to Let's Ride on Friday? When Jeff Hartman, in the second half, he played our reaction from the Zoom call on his show. Oh, did he really? Yes, he did, which is really hilarious to hear Jeff sitting there and be like, not Kenny Pickett, not Kenny Pickett, not Kenny Pickett. And I'm like, really? Um, and, and his explanation later was, he's like, I'm just afraid how the site's going to be. Honestly, <laughs> 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 that was it, you know? So... To me, I was back and forth on Kenny Pickett because I didn't really know what the Steelers thought. I really didn't, and no one did. And that's I'm the one who coined the phrase that, that Jeff used a few times. It was the ultimate inside job to, to draft Kenny Pickett because he was at Pitt. I made this argument with Andrew Wilbar um, when he did his – not his last mock draft, but the one before – it was one where he stayed up all night doing it. He's a young guy that does that college student. I can't imagine doing that anymore. But he, he stayed up all night. Because we're old. We are old. And he had the Steelers trading up from 20 to 18 to draft Malik Willis. And no quarterbacks have been taken. I'm like, do the Steelers have to jump the Saints if both of them are there? And he's like, they don't want Kenny Pickett. They, they have no interest in him. Is what he said to me. He's like, he had Pickett going in the second round. I'm like, are you sure about that? He's like, oh, there's there's no buzz about the Steelers with Kenny Pickett. I'm like, there wouldn't be. He's in the building. In they the don't building. need to have buzz. Right. And I was trying to convince him of that. So you, one of those things, I'm not trying to say I was right. Because no, I, I didn't know what the Steelers thought. But I wasn't going to dismiss the notion that they really liked him. So, um, no, and Kathy wants to know if Andrew's yeah. okay. Oh, he shared a video with us of his reaction to Kenny Biggin. It was actually pretty funny that I got to see it. I'm not sharing it. I'm not doing that to Andrew. I think he's, I think he's I doing better. I didn't get yeah. to see it. Well, maybe I could share it with you, but okay. I'm not putting that on social media. Or anything like that. That's, that's his business. But, um, but, but, but yeah, I think Andrew's doing okay. The th- Andrew gets so invested by knowing all of these prospects. He gets frustrated when the Steelers don't see them the way he does. But you know what? That's everybody. This yeah. that's why they're the Steelers and we're not. That's that's just it. So love Andrew, love him to death. He does yeah, such you, a great job breaking everything down. But don't get too see. At least he didn't end up in in purple, right? Like too many people, too many of the names that Steelers fans fell in love with once again this year ended up in purple. I try. That's why, and maybe that's why I hate mock drafts in some ways. I, I, before the draft, and even as the draft is there and happening, I I don't want to fall in love with players. I want to fall in love with names. I want to fall in love with Steelers. No, I don't. I like to fall in love 
with skill set. Yes, and you've said that before. Get, yeah, and get just just so you know when we grabbed Calvin Austin the third, the first thing, I didn't know much about him, but the first thing I did was was check up and find out, mm-hmm. and I'm like, whoa, this dude is fast. Yeah, I'm like, not real tall. Actually, not tall. <laughs> you know, but really fast. Mm-hmm. I'm interested then to see how the Steelers use that side of his skill set. Yeah. And honestly, I really have a problem with someone that goes on every YouTube show and makes the exact same comment because people don't think that Kenny Pickett was the greatest draft choice ever. Okay. Guess what? It's okay if they don't. It's okay if you didn't understand what the series is doing. But it's it's definitely not okay to not be happy with him, with, with you know, not cheer for him right. being a Pittsburgh Steeler because we talked about that the whole first half of the show. But, I mean, my goodness, if you just want to come on spewing the same thing and saying, oh, anyone who doesn't think that he's the greatest thing ever is really out of touch, you know, really, go away. You can find another podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. So um, that, it's just how it is. So, yes. I'm I'm excited about all these draft picks. I see so much potential there. Um, Some of them people are like, what's, you know, and Jeff hates that word potential, but they're like, some of them were head scratchers with who was there. You know what? The Steelers love them. And the fact that the Steelers love them well enough to have their name called at the NFL draft instantly right there makes me love them. That's what I like. And I, I can't wait for, for all of them. Rich, we're running a little bit over. We need to get to our, we need to get to our big question. We do. But Before well, we do, I have to ask, because I told you I would, even though we're out of time. Yes. How was Heinz Field on Saturday? Okay. And tell me about Heinz Field. I'm going to bring this up. This Just put in the live chat. Okay. Uh, I'm just doing the first. No, I'll give the last part. Um, you know, <laughs> Amber dropped the grumpy. Um, I discovered a lot of fans had no idea Pitt and Steelers share the same facilities. Pitt's almost like a farm club. Yeah. And, and that's true. I mean, when you're, like, at the stadium, the one thing – Thaddeus, I want to do is go in the locker room. So we we stand in line, work our way back to the locker room. You get back to the locker room. What what's the two things right next door? The Steeler locker room and the Pit Panther locker room. They're right. Yeah. They're right beside each other. Yeah. In the stadium. Yeah. So okay. So while we're sitting there waiting in line, getting up towards it, they bring Kenny Pickett by in a in a golf cart. Okay. They didn't have him cut through the Steeler locker room where everybody else was. He cut through the pit locker room, and it was funny because Thaddeus was like, well, I bet he feels at home there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so, um, you know, they do share the same facility. The Steelers did have an inside track on that. Let me tell you what. It was fun to be up at the stadium. Very different atmosphere. Actually, Thaddeus and I spent a, a huge amount of time just sitting in the stadium watching the draft on the Jumbotron. <laughs> yeah. You know, just to be there around so many other Steeler fans and watch the draft was cool. But the coolest part was I went to a Q&A where uh, um, Will Allen was asking questions and uh, to former Steeler player Mel Blunt. Yeah. I, I said I had to go see Mel Blunt. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. I just find Mel Blunt is just one interesting guy. He really is. He's yeah. just really neat. And um, that was that was a half an hour while I was there well spent. 
And believe it or not, that happened right after the Steelers pick CA3. Oh. They made the pick, and within like three minutes, the Q&A with Mel Blunt started. What's nice is that was a nice break where they didn't have a pick for a long time. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> so well you nice. were so so you were doing that while I was having my only break of uh, having a lunch break on Saturday. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's 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 good stuff. So I'm glad you had a good time. I know you ran into to, to BMK, who you know now has a different name on here. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, <laughs> he was on here way early. Yeah, he and, was. Um, Shade um, of the Steelers. Yes. Right. Um, so, so there was, so you ran into him, didn't get to, did, never found Jeffrey though. I know, but, uh, there was just, I'm, I'm glad you get, you were up there and had to get them. I've always enjoyed it being there. So Rich, what do you think we should ask for our final question tonight? Do you have any thoughts? Okay. All right. Um, I'll, I'll ask you this. I'm going to ask you, I'll, I'll ask it to you to put it there. Um, what was when it came to the Steelers draft this year, you know, you could have a favorite pick or anything like that. But give me one name out of the seven that you think was the best value pick. Who do you think was the Steelers best value pick best, of who they got for where they got them? Um uh believe it or not there's oh man, there's there's two or three guys I could throw in there easy. But I'm going to go ahead and go with Pickens because I brought him up earlier. Okay. Um, he was good value in round two? Yeah. I'm um, really tempted. Okay, as ahead. long as everything continues to be good from that ACL injury, I think uh-huh. he could be a very good value. Yeah. Now, remember, when you go to put this in the live chat, once I put it in there, give us just the name because that lets us roll through this quick because we're at the end. To me, I was really tempted to go pick Kenny Pickett because I couldn't believe he was – they're at twenty for them to have their choice, and I still didn't know if they're going to cho- choose him. I'm still go. I'm going to go with Austin. That the fact yep. that they got someone like that in the fourth round, but a lot of these is what we're going on now, and they haven't even played a snap. So the answer to that's going to be much, much easier down the road. But just for now, before they even step onto the field, who do we think was the the best? Your favorite value pick? What you thought was the best value pick? Okay, wow, man, the Steel Dog was ready. He was waiting. We've got Calvin Austin the third. Um, that 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 um, of, of what of what we got there. Uh, who else do we got? Um, Eddie Power says Austin. Uh, Robert Doc Holiday sixty six Sadler. Did I get that right? He says. Sure. Now let's see if I can say the name right. Leal. Okay, in in the third. Okay, George Teston says Pickens. State of the Steelers. That's BMK right there. He says Pickens. Steeler Chick forty six says Pickens. Um, Maddie P says Leal. Kathy Ford says Leal. We didn't really go into any of the defense, did we? We because we were talking quarterback. So maybe that's something we'll we'll be able to, to to hit later. Okay, Mark Tobin says Austin. Okay, George OTJ says Pickens. Uh, Stacy Lynn says Austin. And Bart Mackey says C3PO. So that's Austin. Um, Greg Schallenberger says Pickens. Um, Reginald Rivers, I'll give him these couple words. He says, my hometown player, Calvin Austin. Okay. Brian Blackstock says Pickens. Um, um, Amber dropped a grumpy. says Hayward. He likes Hayward in the sixth. Okay. okay. Um, um, Billaboon says what I, Pickens. I know that's what they're, what yes. they're, they're trying to say. Tyler Dubba says, um, um, Leal, I'm not going to read the rest just because it's not fair. Um, Edma, sorry, Tyler W., even though we hung out before. Um, he says, uh, T- Tyler Mahoney says Austin. 
Okay. Um, Steelers-Pittsburgh. What did I say? You said Tyler Mahoney. I said Mahoney. Oh, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I can't even remember. Sorry. Steelers-Pittsburgh says Pickens. Um, um, Mike says Mike says, <laughs> says Austin. Sherry Richard says says uh, Austin. Um, um, Rod Durant says CA three. Um, Doc Holliday says Austin the third. Um, Screz Belton okay yep. says says Pickens. Um, Brian Keen says Pickens. Um, Josh Parker says like like most Pickens. Um, there we got one. Um, Michelle Faro says Pickett. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Fraser Jerry says Austin. Um, and and Tyler W says no worries. He gets it. So um, hey, thank you. Go ahead. What what I was noticing there the the three that were the main ones that were being said there were the three that I was trying to choose between. Yeah, two, three, so, four. Two, mm-hmm. three, four. I thought we got great value in those picks. I think those three picks. Not that I have any issues with any of the others, but I think those three picks are what made this a really good draft for the Steelers. So, yeah. Um, do we have uh, Russell Schwartz has got to be Pickens? I'll throw that one in there. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I'll throw that one in there. Pedro said, "Not sure what that was." Yeah, Keenan. I'm like, who's Keenan? Keenan. I wonder if he if he met Kenny. Might have met oh, Kenny. He I don't might know. have been. So I don't know. But see, here's the thing that I think the only reason that people were are hesitant to say Pickett for the best value is because another quarterback did not go until round three. Yeah. But guess what? If he's that much better than all of them, we'll, which we we'll, don't know yet, we don't know yet. Then right. if he if he is, then that wasn't the case. He you is going to be a player. That yes, that you have to revisit in a couple of seasons in a year or two we'll potentially. Yeah. Then you're yeah. really looking back and saying, "Oh wow," mm-hmm. and you'll have a better idea exactly mm-hmm. what he meant. We we don't necessarily know right away in terms of his value is still up in the air a little more. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just I'm excited for all of. I want to see them all. I I I I, I really do. So, Rich, I already gave the rundown. So, you want to go ahead and close out here? Yeah, just you know, um, you know what's next on my mind after all this goes on. Training camp, training camp. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Latrobe at least one day. Go take one day and going to head to Latrobe. Going to go up there and see the Steelers back at St. Vincent's, back in Latrobe, and see uh, these new guys. See these new guys with pads on. Yep, go up yeah. there. You know, Kyle and I are already. Working on the plans, uh, our our friend Jeff, who I plan on going with. How you doing, Coach Hoff? Um, I'm sure he'll listen to this tomorrow. You know, we're already talking about. You know, we're going to go up, and um, lots of new Steelers, lots of good things going on. Can't wait. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. 
Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.